This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It was nice out this morning. Yeah. It was almost warm. I I agree with you. I walked out the door expecting cold to come after me, and it was warm. It It was balmy outside. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Although I thought the rain was supposed to stop at ten. Yeah, I don't think the rain is on the exact same schedule, schedule. that y'all think it is. No, apparently I, not. As you walk through the store with your phones, yes, walked through the store with your phones yesterday. Say it's going to start at two. Oh, mine said it's going to start at four, and it started what About around three, two? Was it around two or three thirty? No, because I it was drizzling. It began a little well, before Well, the rain, rain came probably about four. Well, oh, some, so is that some, what we were talking about? We were talking rain, about. rain. Not I, not, would, yeah, the rain, yeah. rain, not the real. Not not I missed. Stuff. I missed that portion. Right. Yeah, it, it, that's easy to miss in the forecast. Yes, it, it, rain, yeah. rain. It's, it's yeah. nuanced. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, but it was just. It was like uh, fog dripping on me this morning when I went down to let the chickens out. It was just light. That's very, very there light, actual, solid sprinkle. There was actual yeah. fog while I was coming down. It was, it was a little... I had to drive a bit slower to get here. Eh, if I'd left on time, I would have driven a little slower to get here. <laughs> but I made it. Mark, you're safe? Yeah, totally. Yeah, we're all good. Yep. We're all good. And right. so it should be showery today and taper off. I, You know, scattered showers for a hundredth of an inch, I think that's one scattered shower sometime over most areas west of the mountains. But... I guess we get some more on Tuesday afternoon. And then perhaps towards the weekend as well, next weekend. So All right. So it's not done yet. If you haven't fertilized, guess what? You still have time. <laughs> and this was a, time to do it. This was a good one. I had about 55 hundredths of an inch of rain in my rain gauge today. I took some, some water-soluble fertilizer out and put it in little spots in some containers. I had a, a jar of kind of solidified some stuff left, that I thought I'd sprinkle, yeah, yeah. I'd sprinkle around. Or but put big chunks and hope it breaks down. <laughs> and hope hope it doesn't all hit one root and fry right, it. Exactly. Yes. But everything is so nice and green. The weeds are <laughs> doing exceptionally well this year. Yeah, it's it's amazing how green everything is. I I don't think I've had my sprinklers on since December. Sometime no. in December. I shut everything off. So you'll be getting a new rate increase because there's not enough revenue because <laughs> people aren't using enough water. Not using enough water. It's coming, exactly. It's coming uh, soon. Cycle. And how much snow are we getting in our... Not our mountains, in their mountains. Um, what north? did you tell me? Four feet of snow well, in yes, Mammoth. Yesterday, in the, I think it was, I think Melanie and I went out to dinner last night, and so it was probably around five thirty or something like that. I looked, and Mammoth had gotten four feet of snow in the last, in the previous twenty four hours. Wow. That's on top of 
yeah. an insane <laughs> snowpack that they've already got up there. No. Uh, I had read that they had, I think it was 58 feet at the summit. And most of the mountain was shut down yesterday. They, they, they just can't operate. There's just too much snow. No, and so they're supposed to get more, right? Yeah, yeah. They're expecting more throughout the week. Wow. Um, and 395 is still closed between Mammoth and Bridgeport. Wow. So then they're on the west, on the west end of Mono Lake. Um, they've been having avalanches. Well. Didn't you say that the National Guard had to take in generator? Where yeah, was that to, to Bridgeport? To, to, Mono, to Mono City. They 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 lost power. They had no food. They couldn't get out. They had no water. So the National Guard started choppering in generators and food and water for everybody. And they were they were hoping to get power restored yesterday or today. Um, There's a power plant up there that they needed to get back online. Should we be building a boat? A really 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 big boat. I don't think so. No? no. You think we'll be okay? Uh, I think we'll be. No, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Now, up in Northern California, might yeah. not get hurt. a boat. Might not hurt. Um, um, they they had some pretty good flooding up there from what I I was going to ask you because they were talking about the rain coming down over the snow because of the high, because of how warm this storm is. Mm-hmm. And did it cause some of the historic flooding that they were worried about? I didn't see any major. Ice. There were like, I think there were about. Ten or 20,000 people that were under an evacuation order because of flooding up somewhere up north. I don't know where it was. I did see that they started spilling water out of Oroville Dam already. Which, and that's the one that was at 60% when we started talking. Well, it was at 50 per, 45 or 50% when we started talking about this uh, During the couple drought, of months the, ago. Yeah, the early part, of, or it, the latter it, part of the drought. It's also the one that four years ago tore, tore itself apart because there was so much water going over the spillway. And they were worried about everything but, uh, down... If they were worried about flooding. it wow. uh, giving way. Good so. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to venture out today, we do have garden classes at both stores uh, in San Diego at 9 o'clock. It's going to be seed starting with Richard and 9.30 in Poway. It's going to be Staghorn Fern Care Culture and Remounting with you. Yeah, you'd probably be better off going to the seed, Richard, starter. The seed starter class. Yeah. <laughs> um, Daylight savings time starts tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Right. Tomorrow morning tonight, when you go to bed, it's overnight. Right. Tonight. Yeah. Right. I thought they were going to stop that. And well, there's we we talk about it. Did, yeah. did we vote on that? We voted on that? something on it. I <laughs> peasant. I can't keep track of it anymore. <laughs> Me either. Uh, let's see. Well, wait. There is one very nice thing about daylight saving time yeah, now. You could. Uh, well, our phones take care of it for us for the most uh, part. Good you point. know, so we don't have to you change your change clock your alarm in, clock before in, you go to bed car. or anything. Yeah. Well, in the car, you still my car do, will be no, my car will be all right now after tomorrow. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I've never changed after it. a year, no, <laughs> six months, not a year. Six, six months. months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could never figure it out. I had to have one of my kids come over and do it for me. Yeah, oh, I know how to do it. I'm just too lazy. That is the most David thing that I've ever seen or heard of you doing <laughs> well changing it on changing it on my watch is so complicated and i can't i can't see the stuff that i need to see <laughs> to do it that i i just don't i just don't do it huh my watch just does it by itself overnight yeah, too. yeah i know yeah but when your watch is tapped into the uh, atomic clock it the atomic clock doesn't recognize daylight savings time so as it should not yeah uh let's see next weekend the 18th it's going to be spring vegetables with Josh in San Diego at nine o'clock, and at nine thirty, it's going to be spring color with Brian Robert um, in Poway. Um, 
color is starting to filter in and some of the warmer season stuff is starting to show up i saw we had quite a few marigolds out there already uh, so there's still some still some uh pansies and violas uh, although i don't know what's left of them now after the rain but <laughs> but it's getting there um and vegetables are starting to come in too yeah so if you haven't if you have not put your vegetable garden in yet probably sunday would not be a bad be a bad day to do it. I thought you were going to say it's not too late, and I was thinking it's just right about the right time. Yeah, as, it's as we're moving forward. It's here. right, right on the right on the cusp. I would say, but you know, go out and prep your garden, prep your garden yeah, beds, add the soil ready exactly, add the organic material, mix in some, mix in some fertilizer, and then find out what you what you want to grow and, right. and get them put in. I would still keep an eye out though for rain. cold weather. Yeah, okay. <laughs> rain's not. I don't think rain is that bad, but. If we get a cold, another cold snap frost or and frost, yeah. shall I shall I do a counterpoint to that? If you would like, well, if you don't mind, when we have wet weather like just this, which is not a bad rain, mm-hmm. um, not a heavy rain, but just the moisture on the leaves of tomatoes, if it's regular, can cause some yeah, yeah, get some spotting yeah. issues, yeah. get some yes. fungal problems. Good yes. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I no, that's fine. Okay, is that so you just take it, you just if you're gonna if you're gonna plant right now there is gonna be some risk to it. That's, that is correct. That's, there's always well, some risk. There's always something. There's, but there's I'm gonna get some. This I I picked up a a six pack of snacker peppers, the little multicolored ones, and I'm very excited because I enjoy sweet peppers that are sweet and taste good. Those are good. Melanie gets those sometimes from. I don't know if it's from North Park Produce or whatever it is, but she'll, t- she'll take a handful of them out and throw them on the grill. Yeah, and I love that. Delicious. Yeah, they really are. Really good. Well, I eat really them straight good. out of the bag. I do that, oh, too. well, let's do a quick survey. I'm the persnickety one, but how many of you take them straight out of the bag and I'll eat, eat them without rinsing them? Oh, oh I, I, I do that. I will, me, yeah, me, too. Absolutely. But me too. But I, pre- I prefer them grilled. Yeah, okay. So we've got well, a call, actually. We're going to go up to... Lost the cursor. <laughs> I hate when that happens. There. Oh. So, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. There we, okay. Here we go. And we're going up to San Francisco, where David is waiting. Good morning, David. How are you? Hey, not too bad. And and I can guarantee I'm not a cursor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, with all this terrible weather, I'm wondering about uh, you know what we can do to stabilize things. Uh, and especially teach the next generation how to stabilize things. Um, first question would be, uh, would root crops, like if you want to put in like a vegetable garden this year, would root crops be a smart idea? We have one yeah. last chance in Southern California for root crops, but most of the root crops do better during the cooler months. In San Francisco, points north, now would be a great time to do root crops because you're coming into a good growing season for them up there all right um yeah and and then the other thing is erosion control um i i was i saw a video on youtube about the uh the sahara desert and they were claiming that it turned to a desert within 100 years uh that they had ancient lakes in the center of it uh you know something as big as one of the great lakes and that uh apparently you know, bad agricultural practices or something uh, uh, just decimated the Sahara. 
I, I read an old uh, book written in the 1950s, and uh, there was an old economist, Bernard Baruch, and he basically was wondering how uh, the ancient curses, uh, you remember there were ten curses that came over Egypt, and uh, he, he put them all as environmental cause. Uh, there was slash and burn techniques, there was... Um, uh, draining the swamps, there were uh, there were a whole variety of different things in each of the ten, and he couldn't figure out the, the only one he couldn't figure out was the darkness that came over Egypt. But uh, we actually, uh, if you remember, about two or three years ago, we actually had a, a period where uh, it it was during the wildfires, and the smoke was so thick that. Um, one morning we woke up with a blanket of fog over the city, and the the smoke was on top of the fog, and and so we we were breathing clean air, but it was filthy above it, and uh, so we we had a normal dawn, but as the sun rose higher, it couldn't make it through that smoke, and it became you know midnight Dark. at noon. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, that might have been, you know, the explanation for that. But, but the idea of that bad agricultural practices making uh, uh, the Sahara uh, or northern Africa become a massive desert. So I'm just wondering, you know, you start looking at California, and with as much rain as we've had, I think Santa Cruz got five, uh, five inches in an hour or so, or a couple of hours, uh, you know, we could lose a lot of topsoil. So, you know, everything, every small, you know, parcel of land could do to, you know, preserve their topsoil uh, is going to add up to, you know, to generations worth of ability to grow food. That That is true. And in open areas, uh, especially burn areas, re- reforestation or adding, um, adding native plants to the, back to the landscape to hold the soil in place. That's all going to, that's all going to help. David, we got to take a break. Thank you very much for the call. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I, I just saw a couple of things here. I was looking at the origins of the Sahara Desert and some of the rocks they think established it as a climatic desert two to three million years ago. And then some other studies in Chad suggest that it might even have been a desert five plus million years ago. Hmm. So I, I appreciate and understand the thoughts of topsoil and being good stewards of the earth. But I don't think my ancestors made the Sahara Desert. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, you know, one of the other things that you need to watch out for when it 
with rain like this, even though they look gorgeous right now, is the rose the roses are getting ready for their prime season. They're already blooming in San Diego. They're a little bit farther behind in Poway, but they are they are budded and and looking really good. But when we have moist weather like this, you want to watch out for rust and mildew, right? Um, all and the black fungus, spot yeah. and come on the roses look fantastic I, I right know now they, do, they look as good as they're ever going to look well no because they're not blooming yet so. well they're pretty darn close they're getting close they're getting close but the budding of the roses gives us the anticipation of the flowers and did you see all the ones that are the, the roses that are already opening and the buds that are showing color in san diego yeah there's a lot and we're not that much colder than they are well apparently we are good good point yeah but no no they're 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 right about ready to go but i'm just saying just, just yes. be cautious you with, are you are with correct. fungal diseases when it when it's moist when it's it, moist exactly and especially and i think it's even worse when it's when it warms when it's moist and, and warm get hot. Well, we, yeah. we've, had a, we've had a couple at the poway store open and we actually have one on, in our garden that's about to open in in poway at our house so it, we're there what I have not noticed this year is mildew yet, and no. usually it has shown up by now. And good, good point. Yeah, you know one of the one of the controls for mildew is water. I remember right. the Rosarians used to tell me they hose off, off them yeah. every morning, and they wouldn't have mildew because it can't replicate. The spores don't replicate in moisture, and <clears> we've had a very wet spring, and I haven't seen very much mildew, and I'm. I think it might be related. It may be. It may be. I I just know they they look fantastic right they now. They do. They they and we still have a very good selection of them too. I'm waiting for a couple of the ones that I got to this year to bloom. They're they're close, and they're still in their pots. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, <laughs> thank That's God odd. for the thank God for the rain. Huh? Yes, yes. Um, uh, we got something interesting in in the store the other day. Came down from. San Marcos growers, I think it was, um, the true Japanese wasabi. <laughs> Unfortunately, not a single one of them made it onto the floor. Oh, really? And, and it was Monterey Bay in there. Was it Monterey yeah, Bay? They yeah. don't have any, and they're working on it and putting together another crop. Probably not. Until for it's going to be a while. Next, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's going to be a while. But so don't don't tell anybody about the wasabi. Well, it was it was an it was an interesting looking plant. It almost looked like. Uh, I th- almost look like violas. The or I was violas. thinking um, campanula, the, okay. the campanula the ground cover type yeah. things, or 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 the violets, yeah. the uh, viola odorata. Yeah, that okay. is you, yes. Yeah, and but it's 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 right. It's a rhizome, and they say don't harvest it until it's at between six and twelve inches long. So and they were in one gallon cans. So it was going to be a while before. You, you can get the wasabi off of it. I would imagine if it's rhizomaceous that you should be able to cut those up and to make a bunch of little starts out of them. You would think so. If we had any. If we had any. Yeah. Yeah. If the employees hadn't bought all of them. But when you say all of them, to be fair. There was only like five. There were only five. Yeah. Yes. But the original order was more substantial. Yeah. And the rep, when I called him, thought we were going to get all 20 that we had requested. He didn't know why we hadn't, and then he checked into it and... The reason we didn't get them is because other people they did them. not exist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We also found a source for some interesting trees that we have not had in in quite some time, um, and I already bought 
already bought some and we're hoping we can do more business with them. And it was great because they're, they're in Northern California, so we didn't have to get the Ag Department involved with it because it's it's in, coming from state, within the state. state. Yeah. Uh, but Aracaria, Aracanas. Oh, wow. We've we got some got some nice there they were in they were in plugs but they're they're nice plants um and hopefully that we can get those going again but it's been it's been years since i've seen ericaria ericana i thought you were going to say the 160 dollar eucalyptus to gluptus no but you know what did you you guys got some no no ken Ken found somebody no they no no that was the um the jacarandas were one hundred and sixty nine dollars. Oh, the eucalyptus were seventy nine dollars. Oh, okay. But I was looking online last night. I, there, there's a lot. I guess that's one of the problems when you, when you start clicking on different ads. They, <laughs> you don't know more, where you were. <laughs> well, no, more start popping up. Oh. But there was one. There was a website called, I think it's Pixies Gardens, and they had five gallon camellias for sale. They were on sale. For two hundred and ninety nine dollars, what uh, they were regularly five forty nine for what, a five gallon chameleon. What was so special about them? Nothing that I could see. Plus, you got to put shipping on top of that too. That doesn't include shipping. I don't think so. Oh, just um, the price is the most special thing about them. But wow. when when you're when you're out there, if you if you look at a lot of plant related right. stuff, you're going to start seeing ads for some of these places. Just. Before you order anything yeah. from them, check with us exactly. because we can probably get it. Um, I know we can get a jacaranda for less than one hundred and sixty-nine dollars in a five-gallon container. So, um, but but check with check with if you see something that you're interested in, check with us because a lot of times we can. If find you it. see something, <laughs> say, say something. something. Hey, can you go back to that the what, Eric Cania? What would Eric Cania? What, what is that? It's a the common it, name. Monkey Fun. puzzle. No. Yeah. What is it? Monkey puzzle. Monkey puzzle. Okay. Monkey puzzle. Got it. Um, but it, they're they're ancient conifers. They they go way back, and they're 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 pretty neat looking trees when they when they get big. Which are the ones over the park in Encinitas, right off of the five at Encinitas Boulevard? Do you have any? There's there's some big ones there, and I I those might be bidwill bidwillies. The funniest thing is the sunset garden book says that they produce five plus pound um, cones oh yeah that, it's that, like the size of a bowling ball that yeah. fall with a crash and then it says these are not good trees to sit under no <laughs> no they're not as a matter of fact if you go, when you go when we've talked about this before when you go into the the Lytton street entrance to liberty station the it splits the road splits and right in the middle of the split there's a, like a traffic circle and in the traffic circle there's like three ericaria bidwillies and i ex- actually picked up a cone that had fallen out of one of the trees it's it's like a bowling ball and i remember because we were we were looking at it when where corvette diner is right we right, were right, thinking right. about moving the san diego store over there right and um i was talking to the guy from mcmillan and i Told, and we had see, I had seen the trees out front and the cones, and I said, "You you, know, you need to you need to fence this off. I mean, this is not a good place for yeah for people to be, to hurt, people yeah. be hanging out because one of the if one of these things falls and hits somebody, it's going to kill them." And so I went back a few months later, and there was these little one foot stakes in the ground with a piece of rope around it. And that I guess that was their idea <laughs> of fencing <laughs> mitigation. It off. Yeah. Well, so. and I think they have some up at the. 
San Diego Botanic Garden. Yes, yeah. And with they the, with a sign underneath. They have concerns about them when right. they have cones on them. I don't know if we'll get an opportunity to ask anybody about well, maybe those we later. sometime. But yeah, but those were both Eric Eric Hanna's and Bid Willis were common, yeah, very in, common in the right. in the nursery years ago, and they they I can understand why the Bid Willis would fall out of favor because it's going it could potentially kill somebody but the eric hannah's i mean they, it's just not it's just gonna maim them it won't not, kill them it's just not they're they're just not as popular anymore but the but one it's that a is neat looking it's a it, neat it, looking it plant really is, their yeah. popular cousin is the star pine yes you see yeah, yeah norfolk right, yeah. pine norfolk pine yeah uh when we were back at in durham the last time just before christmas we went to the um to the sarah duke memorial botanical gardens at duke university which if you're ever in durham uh, or Raleigh and Durham area, that is a it, that is a must see. It is an in, absolutely incredible botanical garden. It's it's just stunningly beautiful. But they had uh, just a gorgeous um, Eric area Eric Hanna right outside the door of the visitor center. So mm. as, I I thought I had taken a picture of it, but I can't find it anywhere. So I may have to send Katie over there to take a picture of it for me. Because it was a it it's it's a beautiful tree, but it was only about it was only about six or seven feet tall, but just absolutely perfect, um, perfectly green. And they are sharp though. That's yeah, the, the, that's one of the, one, one of the uh, one of the downsides of them is you. It's not. Well, a, they call it a monkey puzzle. Such, yeah. yeah, it's not a soft and cuddly, not a soft and cuddly tree at all. Um, Can I jump back on that powdery mildew for a moment? Yes. For Dave, when David was chatting. Uh, according to UCIPM, because we tend to go there a lot for the authority here, all powdery mildew species can germinate and infect in the absence of water. So a lot of people come to the nurse and say, it's been raining, that's why I have powdery mildew, and that's actually the opposite. It says, in fact, water on plant surfaces for extended periods inhibits the germination and kills the spores of most powdery mildew fungi. Hmm. So they but I said, it, I said it more for the, for the common folk. You did. Okay. You did. Okay. I use little words for you know for me the kind I understand. Um, we've got a really nice supply of Michelia albas, Champaca albas, in stock from Monrovia Nursery. Oh, okay, beautiful in five gallon containers, probably six feet tall. And for those of you that aren't familiar with it, the flower on the on that tree is one of the most fragrant. Yeah, fragrant insanely, flowers you're going to find. Insanely fragrant. It, it, yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful tree. Uh, kind of a lime green lime green foliage, evergreen. It's in the magnolia family. Um, Isn't that part of Chanel? It was part of the fra- – it was one of the things that they used in the fragrance for Chanel Number no. 5, I think it was. But it's – it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful tree. I wonder if it's part of Love Potion number nine. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> it's could a popular be. tree. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they're really nice. And they and, do very well here. Yeah. You, you need well drained soil for them, but other than that, they're they're pretty pretty easy to go. Uh, let's see. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to talk to John Clements from the San Diego Botanical Garden when we get back.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Uh, we're going to go to the phones and talk to our friend John Clements from the San Diego Botanical Garden. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm well, and, and uh, good morning to all of you. What's going on at the Botanical Garden these days, John? Well, there's so much going on, and uh, but the best thing that's going on this weekend is that today we have the opening of the annual Orchid Show. Excellent. And so it's, it's always something to look forward to. And uh, unlike most Orchid Shows that last a weekend, this one goes on for a month, and so today is just the opening salvo a complete fusillade of orchids that will be coming in. And uh, so the nice thing, too, is that there will be orchid vendors. And uh, I appreciate people that bring in amazing plant material at a good price. And so it is one of the best opportunities to get really unusual, very rare orchids for not much money from the plant vendors. But uh, we also have uh, a lot of really beautiful stuff to see in the conservatory. Well, we're looking forward to coming out there and, and checking it out. Uh, it should be a should be a good show. So you're going to have rot- so you're going to have rotating plants going through for the rest of the month. That's right. Every Tuesday, we refresh the plants, and so if something's not looking so great, we bring something else in. And it's always a really nice display. You know, I'm I was in the orchid business many many years ago, and when we would go to orchid shows, there's just tables lined up with nice plants on them, but that's not the way we do it. Everything is done in a very organic, very artful way. And so I, I've never really seen another orchid show quite like it. No. Oh, well, we're definitely look, looking forward to going up there and checking it out. And, George, didn't you have a question for John about the well, Eric Carey? Well, we, there, you, you have one of the trees that we were talking about earlier, John, uh, the monkey puzzle tree. Isn't it up to as you're starting to walk up uh, from the conservatory and you cut through the paths uh, into the dirt on your way to the waterfall area? Yes. Yeah, yeah there's one there. We, we have two uh, Ericaria bedwillii that are there. And, uh, you know, one of the things I say all the time is to support your local independent nursery. I am a huge booster because I, I appreciate uh, the artfulness that you all use in getting some really amazing plants. I may be up there to grab that monkey puzzle. My goodness. <laughs> So, you know, I, I buy a lot of plants from you guys because you get cool stuff in. We do. And, and so, you know, it, it's that's really something that uh, I think the public needs to understand, that your big box stores will not get that plant in. And so um, I like to give the business to the folks that bring in the cool stuff. Well, we certainly appreciate it. And that's something that we've always that we've always been known for and that we always try to do is look for, for interesting stuff that's, that you're not going to find in, like you said, in the big box stores and some of the other big, big retail chains. Uh, and that, quite frankly, that's one of the things that I like so much about the job is is finding that stuff and bringing it in. It's pretty, that's it's so pretty cool. neat. We have a we have a couple of vendors that um, 
they grow some really really neat stuff and they that's one of the fun things is when they bring in their their vans full of samples and and seeing all the stuff that they're they're growing and and picking out the the unusual and off the beaten path stuff for uh, for our customers it, it's a it is a lot of fun yeah, one of the wholesalers that I really appreciate that you carry many of their plants is Grub and Nadler. And uh, Greg Opkinorth runs such a great growing operation. And there are things right now that you have in your stores that I haven't seen in the trade for 30 years. Uh, you know, some Banksy, a lot of um, very cool hakeas and things that are really botanic garden worthy plants that. I just tell people all the time, go snatch them up because you may not see them again. That's all coming from a private grower uh, that's a collector in um, the area, San Francisco area. And so Greg said he's supplying them with seed, and that may not go on forever. All that has to happen is for that fellow to pass away, and those plants are gone. So, you know, I always say grab the stuff while it's hot. Yeah, while you can get it. As a matter of fact, something very similar to that happened a few years ago. Steve Sherman. What was it? Oh, yeah. What was the name of his nursery? Sherman. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, he grew some really, really neat stuff, and we and were, still does. No, he he. Oh, I'm oh, thinking no, of Jim uh, Sherman. What? Yeah. No, he he moved to. Uh, oh, Idaho, you're right? thinking of the guy that Sherman? No, not Sherman. No, Sherman yeah. is. We did still okay. get neat things from no. Sherman. I know who you're talking about. He folded Steve. up and yeah, he, he just left. he just closed up. He so got I, he got he, he got tired of California. Got California, tired of California yeah. and just closed up. And all of that stuff that he used to grow that was really neat, it just left the market and nobody ever picked it back up. So, so it does it does happen unfortunately. And with the you know the other problem that you have in California is the cost of real estate. You know, it it getting to the point where it's not profitable to to have a big growing operation in a lot of places all right you two let's come back to the cool stuff <laughs> okay so what are the hours at what are the hours at the, at the park right now john yes so so we are open from nine to five uh every day except for tuesdays okay so you're closed on tuesday Correct. Okay. And John, the the orchid show is part of the admission, right? It's not anything special. Uh, extra. Extra money. It is special. Yeah. It, you know what That's I meant? Correct. Yes. That's correct. Thank okay, you, sir. Excellent. Well, thank we're you so we're much, sorry guys. we didn't make it up there last night, but the traffic with the rain made it yes. kind of a difficult commute. Yes. Well, well, you all always have an open invitation anytime. Well, thank, well, thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. So we're hoping if the weather clears up this weekend, we we're hoping to get up there and see you. Otherwise, we'll be up to uh, we will be up there soon to enjoy the uh, to enjoy the show. Yeah, just let me know. Good talking to you guys. Okay, nice talking Thank to you, you too, John. Thanks for calling in. Uh huh. Bye bye. Take care. If you'd like to give us a call, the number here is eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Did you find your cursor? I'm, Brendan took care of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I was looking. I was he looking could see that I was struggling. <laughs> I was looking forward to going last night, but again, like you said, I was the, the weather. It, when I when I checked the map and the the, the amount of time it was going to take to get there, it's almost an hour with the traffic and the rain just to get there. If everything went smoothly, I wanted to make sure he knew that it wasn't because you guys thought you were better. Oh, so no, that, no, no. that it was. John I, knows better than yeah. John's better yeah. than us. Um, I'm so, waiting for Mark to pull Steve's last name, his nursery. Uh, oh. 
what was he, what was he growing? That. Maybe that would help you. A lot of conifers. What was he growing? A lot of conifers, yeah. evergreens, yeah, yeah. evergreens. Uh, cerises. Some, um, some variegated stuff. He was way ahead of the curve on the variegated yeah, uh, really plants. Was. And he grew a lot of the little bonsai stuff. And the brain trust here is failing us all. Yeah, I can. So we won't I talk about that right now, yeah. but we'll work yeah. on it in the break. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say... Uh, St. Patrick's Day is next Friday. That's right. And it's right around the corner. Is, isn't a parade today? Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, not a great day for a parade. No, it usually rains in the parade. Anyway. I would submit to you that every day is a great day for a St. Patrick's Day parade. That's a good any point. day. Well, that's yeah. true. I, every day, maybe not, but any day is the right day. Yeah. Okay. What time is it supposed to start? Because the shower's supposed to be tapering off. I think I think it starts at eleven, but I'm I'm not. Yeah, it'll really be sure, perfect. But, yeah. It'll be perfect time, and, and we, you can start drinking anytime. <laughs> we went. A, we went. A, we went with some friends a few years ago, about five or six years ago. And uh, my advice, if you're going to go oh, to Balboa Park, get, to get see there early. Yeah. Uber. Oh, don't even. Don't, yeah. don't, yes. Don't try to drive yourself down no, there. It's, it's crazy. It is. Yeah, this, no it parking. is. And then um, there's a hotel that's on oh, Sixth Avenue. I hear they want to put less parking into Balboa Park too. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. great. Um, is it the is it the Continental? I can't remember. They're there, but there's 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 a hotel and they have a big bar down in the lobby and that's where everybody goes. I mean, it, huh. it, it's like elbow to elbow in that place um, after the parade. You know, I still don't remember his last name, but Steve was the first person to bring us that um, dwarf Japanese black pine, yeah, the, black, the, the thundercloud thunder thunder or thunder. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we used to get them from him when we when we could. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it was years later that when Monrovia Summer, started. Yeah. Steve Summer. Steve, Steve Summer. Way to go. Good call. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. I knew it was an ass. <laughs> we can go. We yeah. can go yeah. forward now. Yeah. Uh, but if you if you're looking for a if you're looking for some St. Patrick's Day decor or a, or a gift for somebody, yeah. we do have the, you know, Sh- Oxa- shamrocks, or, yeah, the oxalis. shamrocks. Yeah, it's actually oxalis, but right. it looks like a shamrock. Yeah. And some in had some in the burgundy color foliage and the green, green colored yeah. foliage, but neat little plant. But this is about the only time of the year that you can you can find them. Right. Well, At we have the St. Patrick rose because it's green, but it's no, not. It's not it's green. Not really, it's yeah. yellow. But the first, I guess, the first sepals or the outer petals kind of have a greenish tinge to them. So Tin, tinge would yeah. be. It yeah. is. It's a beautiful Being yellow. Kind. It's a beautiful it's yellow rose. It, but. Yeah, it's a, it is a nice rose. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, so what else do – oh, um, in the Poway store, they don't have them in San Diego, but the sleeve citrus that we that we brought in, we have it on sale right now. It's 50 – Both stores. Oh, is it – I thought they didn't have any in San Diego. No, they did. They, they did. did have okay, some. so whether it's 50% on the sleeve citrus, and that's the ones that are in the – like the five inch by five inch by twelve inch right, sleeves, deep, yeah, yeah, the deep ones. Um, I've extended the, my collection. my container yes, collection. I can, I can only imagine. <laughs> but um, you know, the the rains have just really prevented me from getting out there and planting. Otherwise, they'd course. be in the ground by now. I extended my our plantings. We purchased three more of those and put them in the ground. Well, it wasn't raining that afternoon, David. That's the only reason I got them in. 
Oh. I got home earlier than you. Well, you day. have a shorter commute. I do. That's why I was able to do it. Otherwise, I would have used the same excuse. Okay. I appreciate that. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, well, we had an interesting ha- thing happen during the break. On the way to the opera? Hmm? No. no. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, we got corrected from somebody in Australia. <laughs> it can happen. Um, Joy. Is the name of the perfume? Not Chanel. Not Chanel. Well, okay. for, for people that may not have been listening at the beginning, what what, what what's the context here? Who who, who Mc, would McKinley be listening already? They were getting their now. coffee. So oh, okay. what what is Joy? What, what's that from? Um, Achille Alba. Yeah, the Michelia Champaka Alba. Um, the fragrance from the flowers is used in that in that perfume. Joy, got it. I yeah. was listening. Thank I you. wanted to make I sure. I know. No, people. you you did the right thing. There we go. So, and that was Mary that called that one in, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, Mary, thank you very much. I hope you're enjoying your cruise down in the Southern Hemisphere. But that was the <laughs> longest distance correction I think that we've we've ever had. And we've had many corrections. <laughs> yeah, we've had from, many from, corrections. from great distances. The list exactly. is long Not, and distinguished. Yes, that's the greatest. Even John Clements was kind enough to write in and, and let us know the gentleman that we couldn't think of the name when you finally got it, Ken. Yeah. So. Yeah. We have corrections everywhere. Yes. Um, well, we didn't say we'd give them good information, did we? <laughs> uh, ranunculus are starting to starting to come into come into bloom. We've had anemones for a while, um, but ranunculus are starting to come in. And as a matter of fact, the flower fields are open again up in uh, Carlsbad. Carlsbad. It's that time of the year. Yeah. I was looking at the uh, looking at their website yesterday. Uh, you do need tickets to go. You cannot purchase tickets on site anymore. Everything has to be bought online um so if you're planning on going to the flower fields make sure you plan ahead and buy your tickets before you before you get there now could you sit in their parking lot and buy them through your phone probably that's just but so strange it's yeah it's I, 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 I world's don't, upside down now i don't i don't get it I, but but you know then again i remember i remember the days when you could drive up to the flower fields and park and walk through them and you didn't have to pay anything correct it, it was a. Uh, it was free to get in, but not anymore. Yes, old timer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I was. They didn't have a lot of information on it, but they said that they have a, they have a greenhouse up there that has um, poinsettias in it, um, new hybrids, some of the old ones. Um, it's just a poinsettia display house. That would be interesting. Oh, that would be. It would be. Maybe kind we of, should call them see if they'd like to call in and then give us free tickets. <laughs> 
but if you if you have the opportunity to go up there, this is the uh, this is the prime prime time to do it. I remember we used to go up. We, there was one time, um, Ecky Ranch did a open house, and they had one they had one um, one house full of current stuff, uh, stuff that was in the that was coming down the pipeline, new hybrids that were coming out. It was it was spectacular. I mean, it was absolutely incredible what they used to grow as far as poinsettias are concerned what they used to grow and those were our tecolote ranunculus of the day right that's where all of right. those bulbs mm-hmm. that we used to get came mm-hmm. from the um, freezies yeah yeah the free, the free I, I was noticing this morning when i yesterday when i went down to let out my chickens my little narcissus were all standing upright and do we have a go oh, ahead good. you sure yeah okay go ahead. we're gonna head down to chula vista where alan is waiting good morning alan how are you Morning, guys. Uh, trying to dry out a little bit. Um, <laughs> Good luck. Hey, I, I have a question about weeds, but uh, a thought came to mind while I was waiting here on the phone. There's a lady that called in at the end of the show last week, and it was the very end of the show, so uh, there were no calls coming coming in. Uh, she was asking about roses uh, native to uh, the South Bay area or this area. Right. And uh, a friend of mine that uh, was either part of the Rose Society in Belbo Park or uh, went to one of their seminars, said that there is a rose down here called the Otay Rose, O-T-A-Y, that's native to basically the, the Chula Vista area, uh, the hmm. Otay Valley down south of here. Hmm. I, so it might be something for it to look into. Uh, I, I, I thought about while the show was on, but you guys weren't taking calls anymore, so thought I'd mention it. Oh, well, thank you. I'll have to yeah, do some we'll snooping look, on that one. I was not aware of that one. Cause, yeah. yeah. Uh, may, mainly my question is about dealing with weeds. Um I've been here since 1970, and uh, I've never seen some of these weeds that are coming up. Um, we've had, you know, uh, big crops of weeds in the past, but there are different varieties that are coming up I've, I've never seen before. Um, but I wonder, um, a friend of mine that's a landscaper mentioned to me this week that there's a new uh, version of, uh, an organic version of Roundup that's on the market. Uh, he says it's very expensive, so it's mainly used by landscapers. Uh, have you guys heard of anything like that? Yeah, there's a new generation of it that doesn't use glyphosate. Um, and we have seen it and we have had it, I think, briefly. And I, it's available. We can, we can, we can get it. Um, and it is a non-selective killer. Yeah, it'll, think, kill, it'll kill anything that it gets on. But I, but I think it's usually just a top kill. I think it, it is a top kill. Yeah. I don't think it goes down and gets the roots, which is... Part of the problem. It, yeah, and the key to... The key to Roundup's roundup, effectiveness. Yeah. Oh, yes. It breaks the food chain between the roots and the, uh, and the foliage up top. And both portions die rather than just... I like some of the... Some of the other, some of the newer ones, um, the organic ones, are basically just an oil spray, which will kill the top, but it won't kill the roots. Okay, I've heard you guys talk about a product called Amaze, A A M A Z E. I wonder if that wouldn't be better to use. It's it's it, it inhibits the growth of, of before the weed start, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a pre it's right. a pre emergent weed killer. It, you it, can't get that anymore. It, can but we? we can't get it anymore. Yeah. There there are other pre emergents that are out there that we still carry but this is not it won't help you at this point you have to do it before the, the season start, yeah. starts and before the weeds germinate you have yeah to pull them all and then start yeah and there are there is an organic version of that that has corn gluten in it correct but it doesn't last very long no no it does okay. not 
I'm just wondering what's the best thing to use. Like in open areas, you could use the Roundup, but how about in lawn areas? It's, it's a big problem. You just you have to go out there and just dig them individually. Well, if it's a broadleaf weed like a dandelion or, or, or um, burr clover, things like that, there are selective herbicides that you can use in grass uh, that will take care of that will take care of those weeds without harming the grass. But there again, it kind of depends on the grass that you're working with because some of them yeah. will cause can damage um, brown and yeah uh, exactly. Bermuda and things Ber- like that. Yeah, so just Saint Augustine. Saint Augustine. Bermuda, yeah. Alan, do you have a, a fescue lawn? Uh, no, I don't. It's a it's a uh, I don't know. It's a um, zoysia tenuifolia mm-hmm. in the front yard, but it just isn't doing well. And landscaper told me that. Uh, these these you only get about six or seven years out of a lawn area anyway, so probably not too concerned about that. But uh, just per, common Bermuda in the backyard. Yeah, there there is a selective there is a selective herbicide that you can use to kill the broadleaf weeds. It won't do anything for the grass weeds; those you're just kind of stuck with. Um, but just double check the double check the label to make sure you get the one that you can use on Bermuda, and it says clearly on the label that it is safe for Bermuda for Bermuda. Okay, uh, I shop over at the uh, um, San Diego store. Would mm-hmm. the guys at the at the uh, customer service desk know about it? Yeah, yeah, they can take care of you. Okay, good deal. Thanks okay. for the information. Thanks, Alan. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye. Take care. I was going to say my uh, daffodil, my narcissus. They're blooming, mm-hmm. and the rain, just the moisture on the leaves, was enough to tip them over. Like so they were down, laying yeah, down this yeah. morning, but they perk right back up. As soon as it dries out, it's just the extra weight of the water pulling over. Did you find the cursor? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, garden classes again today. Go to the one in San Diego. San Diego seed starting with Richard, and that's at nine o'clock, nine thirty. It's going to be Staghorn Fern Care with David Ross. They're easy. Uh, Dave will show you how to do it. That's right, because it has to be simple yes. if I'm doing it. Totally. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back next weekend with another hour. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay dry and stay safe. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.